Hey, what's up everybody? This is Brendan Hauser with Evoke Bike. So I've had a few questions coming about what is my overall coaching philosophy or how do I see an athlete look at their goals and think how do we go from A to B? And then also as we get new viewers to the channel and listeners to the podcast, people say, what is Evoke Bike? Who is this guy? What is he talking about? Is he an athlete? Is he a coach? And so I wanted to address both of these in one video. I made a podcast a while back, but I figured an update would be good. And a lot of times in these videos, I'm speaking as athlete to athlete. I'm speaking as someone who, hey, guys, I've gone out and tried this, or I've prescribed this to this type of athlete. What's your experience been? Because sometimes now in the comments, people are like, no, that's wrong. This doesn't work. You're wrong about this. It's like, well, no, this is just a conversation. And this is, there's a many ways to train an athlete. I'm, you don't have to listen to anything that I say. I'm just putting out, hey, this is a scenario that we've encountered. What about you? What have you encountered? And the more that we can learn from each other and the more that we see how we are really at the beginning of scratching the surface of endurance training with power meters, understanding more from so many more athletes as the globe continues to shrink, we're just learning more and more and more. And I think what we know in 10 years, we'll look back now and kind of laugh at what we were doing similar to 10 years ago, we look back and it's like, man, what were we doing back then? So sometimes these are just conversations I was having with an athlete, with a teammate, and thinking, hmm, maybe I'll start blogging about this stuff. I've been blogging since 2011, and I had a podcast uh, back then about cycling and training and racing, and it's just what I love to do. So this channel is not trying to be the Bible on training. It's more of experiences with training and racing. So with that, Coaching philosophy, I laid out a few bullet points that I think anyone can use to help shape how you're training and how you're looking to approach your upcoming goals and events. And I think before we even get into those, we need to be careful of having any really strong convictions. I've tried a lot of different ways of training. I've had multiple different coaches and every coach has their own way of shaping things. And I think if we are set, this is the way to do it, that's when we run in and have some errors and we're not nimble enough. So it's really important. There's a writer, Jonathan Swift, that said, we should never be ashamed of being wrong, but just wiser today than we were yesterday. So I talked to a coach one time who said, I don't really wanna make a video because what if I change my mind and in three years I'm doing something different and people look back, it's like, things are gonna change. This training and racing with the power meter is going to change things and we're going to get new meters and we're going to get new things and it's going to change i mean if we're doing the same thing in 10 years we're doing it wrong so with that these are my what is it december 2022 uh coaching philosophy bullet points number one consistency and execution consistency of riding the bike and training will be your best friend we can look at this from a macro and micro, sort of the overall consistency, and on the micro, hitting the workouts within the week. And then the caveat to that though is also be nimble. Sometimes we lay things out and things happen in life and the workout doesn't line up. It's like, you just had this crazy stressful day. It's like, oh, I have to go do VO2 max intervals. Maybe that day is not the best day. So the way to execute that is calling the audible riding endurance and setting it up for Friday when everyone's out of the office and it's 3 p.m. and you're like, see ya, I'm out of here, I'm gonna go crush this and you're super stoked, you had your carbs, you're ready to rock and roll. Number two, athlete and event specific workouts. So this is super basic, what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, 
What's your life schedule like? How does this all apply to what you wanna do on the bike? Every video that I post is not for every athlete. Every video that I post is not something that I train. I talk about that. I don't do a ton of anaerobic training because that is not what I need. So you need to just, it, it's not a crazy complex process, but take a look at what are you good at? What are you bad at? How can you change your body physiologically through training to address those weaknesses? Probably double down a little bit on strains. And then the life schedule piece is that this has to work with your life. If Sunday you love being with your family and you have things in the morning and it's a busy afternoon, it makes no sense to put a training session on that day. And you need to be malleable and figure out a way to get the hours in that you're trying to hit on the days that you can do it. So be specific to you. Don't look to a template to tell you the exact answer. Get some information from a template maybe, but you have to apply it to you. You are the athlete. Number three, experience and science. Both are very important. We're constantly learning on the bike through our through every athlete's training, racing, experiences, and then staying current with current training techniques. Now that also means flushing out, do they work? I went through many different training techniques that were a, a fad and I put out a video of what's the next craze. I try it, I see what happens. Some things work, some things don't work. Some things work for some athletes, some things don't work for another athlete. And that's the bullet point too, it's athlete specific. So when I look at the experience and science, I've trained over 160,000 miles and I've coached hundreds of athletes. It's all about finding the trends of what works for each person and then is there science to back up what we're doing and what do we know that we can maybe apply to their training to make them even faster. And that brings us to an important bullet point for variety and alternating the stimulus. Sometimes we find something that works and initially when I was a younger coach, I thought this is working, more is better. And maybe you would do instead of two blocks of it, now you're doing like three blocks of the same thing over and over again. And an athlete starts to get a little stale or the athlete might stop responding to the training. And so the bumps that you were getting in the first three or four weeks, they're no longer happening. And when an athlete starts to plateau a little bit or just gets on a constant and is not improving, that's an athlete's brain is like, I'm going down. They think that that's very bad. And sometimes it's just, you didn't change up the stimulus enough. So I think that don't do the same thing over and over and have a rotating pattern of training blocks based on the athlete and the events listed in the other bullet point. When you're doing only one thing, you're neglecting everything else. And I think blending, there's a, there's a way to blend workouts for an athlete. Maybe do VO2 max and lactate clearance. And number five, I'm more polarized or pyramidal. I post on Instagram, do, do people think they're the same? You know, polarized does not mean no threshold training. To me, it means keep the easy easy and keep the hard very hard. And there will be a wide range of different training within those buckets. And just keep it simple. This doesn't have to be overly complicated. It's very important to optimize your training and use your time wisely and bulk up on the staples of training, aerobic training, you know, whatever the athlete really needs, but don't overthink it and just don't be going kind of hard all of the time. And then the last one, which is definitely not last, but mindset and tactics. This should almost be first because if you have a poor mindset, you can do all the right things in training but you're just not going to get the most out of it and you're not going to see yourself getting better as an athlete. 
during our athletes where I had a guy who said, oh man, I really feel like I screwed this one up. His target was 255 watts on six intervals. And by the last one, he did 247. I was opening up the file thinking by the fourth one, he was doing 220. I'm like, man, what do you mean? You're seven watts off? Is that the math? Seven, eight watts off? How is that failing? We are too robotic at times with power meters. And I love power, I love the data, but are you kidding me? It's that mindset of being overly crunched on the numbers to think that you just failed when that is a massive win, doing the number that you're hoping to hit and coming darn near close on the six one, you should be thinking, hooray, I crushed that, instead of being like, I failed. That's the wrong mindset. And then there's racing mindset, there's mindset, a lot of different mindsets, and that could be a video in itself. And tactics, if you can get stronger, if you don't know how to race and racing is your goal, positioning, you cannot outwatt bad positioning. You cannot get intimidated. You cannot get pushed around. All those things matter so much. And as a coach, it took me a while to understand how to have those conversations with athletes because naturally, most athletes come to me wanting more watts. And I make them stronger. And then they go to a race and don't do better. And they're explaining to me what happened. And I'm like, man, I'm totally missing the, the bullseye here. They're not understanding move up before the climb. They're not understanding this is the hard part of the race before the finishing sprint. So tactics is massively important. And then something that I just run with throughout my life is focus, pain, success. If you stay focused and you're nimble with your plan and you're malleable, you will find success in this sport. I think that it's very easy. We're all gonna hit roadblocks and it's very easy to get discouraged by those and a huge point of this video, I hope, is to motivate you to keep going. I have so many people at Genesee Valley Cycling Club to thank for continually pushing me when I upgraded from Cat 5 to Cat 4 and I got dropped on the first race and I watched everybody ride away and I thought, man, maybe I'm just not good enough. They said, just go back. Just keep trying. What went wrong? Think about this. And then you go to your first Cat 1, 2, 3 race and your head is spinning and it's like, okay. Take a step back. What went wrong? What are you training on? What are you looking at? Keep going. We're in, I mean, I'm in a lot of forums. I read a lot. I post a lot of stuff, but I read a lot of stuff and people get frustrated like 18 months in. And I tell athletes that I'm working with who I've coached for three years, just a reminder, you're still super new at this. I remember distinctly getting my cat one. I was three years in, had been looking back at things and I thought I knew a lot of stuff. And I had learned a lot. I didn't even know what I didn't know yet. And then I got to five years, I looked back, I was like, wow, I didn't really know much. And then you do bigger races and you do more training and you find out more about yourself and you keep peeling these layers back. And then you might hit a point where you're like, I, ha I hate training, I don't wanna train. You burn yourself out a little bit and then you reassess, how do you do? It's a journey, right? The end is far away for me at least, I hope, God willing, but just, keep going. Please tell a friend about the channel. Please subscribe. We're trying to hit 4,000. Please share it with a friend and good luck with your training. I'm excited to hear about you crushing it. Get in the discord. Hit us up with questions about coaching. One-on-one. -on -one, there's some stuff in training peaks coming out with some lactate clearance workouts for people that have been asking me about that. It's coming. I promise. It's just delayed. Good luck with everything. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.